just do a restart. Welcome to Sunday morning. We start at 11.07 and a half. Good to see everybody this morning. Why don't we do it God's way? Why don't we enter into his gates with thanksgiving and enter into his courts with praise? Not just these folks, but all of us together. Can you lift up your hands this morning and can you lift up your voice? Can you magnify him right now? Why don't you enter into his presence today? Hallelujah. He's here. We're here. We're here together. The congregation of the Lord. Hallelujah. Oh, bless the name of the Lord. We love you this morning. Hallelujah. Oh, Lord, we bless your name today. Come on, let's just give him praise right now. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Lord, we bless the name of Jesus. Oh, Lord, we glorify your name in the house of the Lord today. Come on, right now, why don't you lift your hands and lift your voice and just enter into his presence this morning. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Lord, I love you today. I magnify you in this house this morning. Let's sing this again. I'm so glad, I'm so glad, oh, that Jesus lifted me. Oh, yes, I'm so glad that Jesus lifted me. Oh, yes, I'm so so glad that Jesus lifted me. I'm singing glory, hallelujah, oh, Jesus. Oh, I'm so glad, I'm so glad that Jesus lifted me oh I'm so glad that Jesus lifted me I'm so glad that Jesus lifted me I'm singing glory hallelujah hallelujah why don't you throw your hands in the air and love him this morning hallelujah oh Lord we bless you in the house of the Lord Lord, you are great and greatly to be praised this morning. Hallelujah. Oh, Lord, we glorify your name today. Hallelujah. Oh, he's the joy of my salvation. Yes, he is. Is this right? He's the joy of my salvation. Yes, he is. Oh, yes, he woke me up this morning and started me on my way. He's the joy of my salvation. Yes, he is. Come on, sing it like you mean it this morning. Of my salvation. Yes, he is. Let the Lord hear you right now. He's the joy of my salvation. Yes, he is. He woke me up and started me my way. The joy of my salvation, yes, he is. Clap your hands as we sing it right now. He's the joy of my salvation, yes, he is. Oh, yes, he's the joy, he's the joy of my salvation, yes, he is. Oh, yes, he woke me up this morning, started me on my way. Oh, he's the joy of my salvation, yes, he is. Hallelujah. If the enemy can steal your joy, he can he can zap you of your strength, and the and the world would just be a, a drudgery, and just trying to make it day to day. Praise God! We live in a time. It, it seems like things are hyper focused in this day that we're living in. That people are dealing with anxiety attacks. 
which at the root of it is some type of fear. Panic attacks, anxiety. And the enemy has battled the church. Has battled the church with this. There are people in this room here that you ha- and the hell has fought you and you're trying to figure out why in the world am I dealing with anxiety and fear and, 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 and unrest. At the root of it, the enemy wants to steal your joy. I'm telling you, that stuff, that, that, that'll drive you up the wall. It's, it, it, it is torturous, but the devil's a liar. And the joy of the Lord is my strength. So I'm gonna get in the presence of the Lord because in his presence is fullness of joy. And, and, and the Lord's going to renew our joy. If, if, if you're walking around every day full of anxiety, full of depression, and it's just, it, there, there's no joy there. I believe in the joy of the Lord, and I believe that the Spirit of God is more powerful than the spirit of fear. I believe that the Spirit of God is more powerful than the spirit of fear. Anxiety is not more powerful than the blood. Anxiety is not more powerful than the Holy Ghost. Panic attacks and depression are not more powerful than the Spirit of God. Hallelujah. I don't know what you have wrestled with or what you have struggled with right now or this week or last month or whatever, but I believe that the Lord will renew our joy. And I'm not, I'm not bowing down to, to spirits of fear and anxiety and depression and just say, oh, that's normal, you'll go through it. Uh, uh, no, the Holy Ghost is more powerful than all that stuff. Oh, hallelujah. And there's got to be a church that, that lives and operates and walks in authority and power. I don't walk to the beat of the devil's drum. I'm not walking to his tempo. I walk to the tempo of the Holy Ghost. And the Holy Ghost is more powerful than whatever we may battle against or whatever may come against the church. Would you lift your hands in the air and just give God praise right now and confess that out of your mouth. Hallelujah, hallelujah. He's the joy of my salvation. Oh, hallelujah. 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 If you have battled something of that nature, I want you to get out in the aisle right now. You're not weird. You're not a sinner. You're not anything to do with that. Sometimes you're just under an attack in your mind. But we're going to fight and we're going to win. The church is not a loser. God's saints are not losers. I'm not losing the battle. I'm not just going to lay down and and hope it goes away. Man, I hate that spirit of fear. I hate it in Jesus' name. He Would you lift your hands right now? And let's love him right now. We're going we're gonna to stomp on the devil's head before we're done today. Hallelujah. There's only one place he belongs, and that's under my feet. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah. In Jesus' name, 
right now upon the authority of the word of God and the power of the name of Jesus I take authority and dominion over fear and doubt and unbelief over anxiety and over depression I bind it in the name of Jesus I put it under my feet right now in Jesus name in the name of Jesus I lose the joy of the Lord in Jesus name I lose the victory of the Holy Ghost in Jesus name in Jesus name in Jesus name hallelujah rebuke anxiety I rebuke panic attacks I rebuke fear I rebuke, rebuke oppression I bind it in the name of Jesus and I loose the joy of the Holy Ghost I loose victory in the name of Jesus in the name of Jesus in the name of Jesus hallelujah Now I want you to lift your voice and give the Lord praise right now. Come on, praise him. Give him praise. Lord, I bless your name today. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. 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 Oh, hallelujah. 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 In the name of Jesus. Sister Marsh has a testimony. I want her to share it. Hallelujah. Um, I, I have for months, I'm going to cry, but I'm so thankful. For months, been battling suicide, depression. I mean, like, not sleeping. One night I was really sick, so I didn't come to church, and my thoughts the whole time were, go out in the woods and kill yourself. Then your kids wouldn't find you. It would be your husband. Just go out there. You know what to do. Go do it. Just go out in the woods. The whole three hours he was gone, just battling and battling, and I didn't want to get up in the morning. I, I couldn't sleep when I went to bed, and I was angry, just snapping at my kids and just so I couldn't figure out why, and I was in prayer. God, is there sin in my life? Is there sin? Reveal it. I want to repent. I'm desperate. And I kept thinking I'd be, my family would be better off without me. This church would be better off without me. You know, it's, it's my fault that there's chaos, and it's my fault that there's this and that and this and that. And I've been battling it for months. And I've not told anyone because you're in leadership, Kayla. You don't, you know, you're supposed to have it together. Not that they put that on me. Just, in, you know, the devils putting those thoughts in your mind and my husband reached out to bishop and said my wife is battling depression she needs to get in there and I said I'm not going I'm not going I don't want to talk about it to anyone I'd not told anyone but him no one but him knew and um a couple of 
last Saturday, brother, or Thursday or Friday, brother Shelton, we were with him and he said, this is an attack on your mind because you're doing something right. He didn't say that, but he said, you've been praying over your leadership. You're teaching your kids to pray for your leadership. And this is an attack. And I thought, are you kidding me? It's not me doing something wrong. It's me doing something right. And as soon as he said that, it was like I was given a fresh sword and I got to go to battle for my mind and for my family. And today I'm standing up here looking at all of you and I can worship freely because finally I have victory in my mind. Finally, I have victory in my mind. And it is literally your decision to say, I am done. I'm done with these thoughts. I'm done with these feelings. And you go to attack. Get victory over that stuff because the the truth is, is that for so long, I thought it was my fault and I was doing something wrong, right? And as soon as I learned it was an attack, it was like I easily was able to gain victory, easily, because I realized he's got no power over me. So today we can stand here, oh God, help my mind, oh God, help my mind, but it's up to us to get the sword out and defeat this stuff so you can have victory today just like I do. Hi, somebody lift your hands and love the Lord right now. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you for sharing that because there, if, if we were to go around the room and be really transparent, we're fighting a lot of stuff that we're embarrassed to say that we're fighting. I can't, I can't say anything because then I'm going to be looked down on. We just need to stop all that stuff and get real with ourselves and get real with God. Satan's fighting the church and you're a part of the church or he's going to fight you. Everything is not you doing. That's one of the, the greatest lies of the enemy is this is you. This is you. This is you. This is your problem. This is who you really are. And the devil is the accuser of the brethren. And he takes his attack and his accusations towards you and tells you that it's you. But the devil's a liar. And I know that there are some folks that you have wrestled and struggled and battled with things. And there are things that are battling, that are battling you. And you have, you have struggled with shame and guilt and condemnation over it. This is a great Sunday morning, ain't it? Oh, I think it's a great one. Hallelujah. And we just need to get real with ourselves, real with God. Stop fronting. Oh, I'm good. I'm fine. No, you're not fine. No, you're not fine. Satan will attack anybody with anything. So we'll do this again. If you have been wrestling or struggling with something that has pulled you down and you can't worship, you can't lift your head to the Lord, you come in ashamed and condemned or you're wrestling and you feel pressed down, I want you to get out of your seat and I want you to come down to the front. Hallelujah. We are not losers. We are God's people. We are more than conquerors through him that loved us. If you don't have a need, I want you to come down. We're going to pray with somebody then. I got something to preach. I'll preach in a minute. We'll be out of here before two, I promise. Come real close. Come real close so I know who you are. Hallelujah. Saints of God, I want you to come around the altar right now. 
Satan has fought you in your mind and told you you're this and you're a that. You're not worthy of this and you're not worthy of that. And you might as well quit and throw in the towel and leave and backslide because that's what you really want to do. You really want to sin. So why don't you just go do it and get it over with? That's a lie from the pit of hell. That is the voice of your adversary trying to get you to make a drastic decision so he can heap more condemnation upon you and he can turn on you again. But right now, upon the authority of the word of God, lift your hands up just as high as you can. Can get them as high as you can get them to the Lord as high as you can get those hands right now in the name of Jesus I take authority and dominion over spirits of pornography I bind it in the name of Jesus I take authority over spirits of self-hatred and self-loathing I bind every lie of hell in the name of Jesus I bind the trap of the enemy the snare of the fowler in the name of Jesus devil you are a liar God's people are fearfully and wonderfully made. Devil, you are a liar. In the name of Jesus, I take authority over spirits of anxiety and depression and self-hatred and depression. I bind it in the name of Jesus. I loose deliverance in the name of Jesus. Jesus, your life is worth living. Your life is worth living. Your life is worth living. You do have something to offer. You do have something to offer in the name of Jesus. You're not going to kill yourself. You're going to live unto the Lord and be a warrior in his kingdom. In Jesus' name, in Jesus' name.
We need to press right now. We're going to get a breakthrough in this place this morning. God is touching people. Intercessors, let your voice out in this house right now. If you have the Holy Ghost, let that flow out of your mouth right now in this place. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah. spirit the last few minutes um, we need to really be careful what we see and what we allow our kids to see a lot of things can come in in a seemingly um, I don't know what word to use benign uh, innocuous whatever manner but a seed is planted. I recently deleted Facebook from my phone. Now I still have it on my iPad because I want to stay connected with, the reason I'm on there is to be connected with my college friends that most of them I'll never see the rest of my life. But, and this is just an example, a video can pop up on Facebook it can be a video of a church service that you subscribe to that um, is on 
Facebook, they live stream their service and that's well and good. Have all on all of them on there that that you want. I don't care if you've got a thousand on there, that's good. But you flip it up and the next video that comes up is not gonna be a church service. And and they've got these on there now that are called shorts, which means they're short videos, and some of those can be vulgar. And it's all over the board. And it plants just a little seed in the mind of an adult and much more in the mind of an adolescent or a child. I'm not saying get rid of Facebook. I'm not getting rid of it. I got it off my phone. So I'll go two or three days sometimes and, and not even look at it. But I did that for me because I don't want things bombarding my mind that I have to battle with and struggle with and try to get images out of my mind. It's just a self-discipline that I have. And I, I know that there's a lot of the kids in the back right now with the other service going on. But parents, we need to be careful what our children have access to. And video games. How many video games have angels coming down and good, doing good things for people? No. There's some kind of conflict. And I'm going to tell you where that will show up. In dreams. At night. They'll dream of things that may not necessarily be bad, but it's conflict. How do I know I've struggled with that? And I don't play video games. Not that I have anything bad against good ones. I mean, ones that are not good. But how many are shooting people, killing people, all of this kind of stuff? That's the world that we live in. And let me just say, not only for ourselves, we've got to be careful what we engage in, what we see and what our kids engage in because it may start out small. It will. But it's when they become an adult, 10 years from now, 20 years from now, whatever, they're gonna wonder where did this root come in? Why am I battling what I'm battling? And they won't be able to trace it. But it's something that was planted in them by something they engaged in over something that seemingly was harmless. Hallelujah. Well, just really uh, kind of in that vein, I want to, in, to encourage all of our parents, all of our parents, you know, it's just, uh, when I've got my phone out in church, I'm texting somebody up there, I'm looking up a scripture, or I'm making notes from what I'm about to preach, writing something down that, that I need to write down. This can be one of the biggest distractions. If Satan can steal 15 minutes from a church service, he'll steal it. Just distracted. 
I want to encourage all of us. It's, it's when we come together, we've just got a short time together. Just a short time, short window of time to put the devices away and not be distracted. Somebody say amen. amen. Praise God. Let's lift our hands and love the Lord this morning. Hallelujah. Lord, we bless your name this morning. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Bless the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. You can go back to your seats this morning. Praise God. Philippians chapter 3, verse number 13, 14. Brethren, I count not myself to have apprehended. Stay right, stay right there. But this one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forth unto those things which are before, I press toward the mark for the prize of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. I press. It didn't really occur to me that this scripture, and this is a scripture that we're very familiar with, that it was, it, it, I mean, it just, you know how something can occur to you that it didn't before. It was written in Philippians. He wrote this book while being imprisoned. The happiest book in the Bible was written by a man that was imprisoned. What is termed the happiest book in the Bible. And he said, I press toward the mark for the prize of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. He had an understanding that the prize was greater than the price. He was paying a price. Jesus paid the ultimate prize or paid the ultimate price on Calvary. But to do the work of God and do the will of God, there will be a price for us to pay. If we haven't paid one yet, just hang on. It's coming. There's a price to pay. God's going to find out who will choose him over their circumstances. There's Paul in this prison. And even though he's confined, he is still pressing forward. Now put that together. He's confined in a prison, can go nowhere, but was not stopped by the four walls that surrounded him. He said, I press towards the mark. He was confined but he was still pursuing God. The prize was greater than the price. There's going to be a price for every one of us to pay. There will, there will be something in our life that we've got to give up. We've got to make a decision that I choose Jesus Christ even though I may lose that. I choose to follow God even though it will cost me this. 
It's coming for everybody. Everybody's going to have to take up their cross, deny themselves, take up their cross, and follow Jesus. But the Holy Ghost just wants us to know this morning that the prize is greater than the price. I don't care what price you're, I don't care what you've found yourself confined by. There, there can be circumstances in life that you just cannot escape. And they, and they keep you awake at night. They keep you uh, 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 worried about situations and about some, maybe somebody's soul or about a situation that you cannot escape. But you can still pursue after God even though you're in a prison. It was the place where he really found the joy of the Lord. When, it, when the Lord needed him to write something, it's like I heard it said recently that, that uh, the Lord needed him to write, so he put him in prison. All right? I need you to slow down. I need you to, I need to, I, I need to confine you because there's something I need you to uh, convey to the saints, to the church at Philippi. So let's put you in prison for a little while. So he got a piece of parchment or whatever it was that he wrote on in a quill and probably just a candle enough to see, just enough to see. He began to write. He wrote about the joy of the Lord. And we can get distracted or discouraged because we have been confined or confused because we've got to pay a price. But you've got to get it in your spirit that the prize is greater than the price. The prize. He had a, he had a hold on heaven. That was his prize. Satan will take a lifetime. He will take his time. getting somebody to be lost he's not in a hurry he'll spend your entire life just like the bishop talked about sowing seeds he's not in a hurry he'll take an entire life and God's people have got to get a hold of the prize to where you say at the end of my life I will live my life for the prize you can't you can't focus on the price you've got to focus on the prize we can get so focused on on the on the on the cost we can get so focused on what we are in in the middle of and we can lose sight and lose lose focus of the prize of the high calling of God and God wants us to, to take this morning and hear this you got to get strip everything away and say, what is my ultimate goal? The ultimate goal of my life. One, not priorities, priority. I've said this before. The word priorities didn't used to exist. It used to be just the word priority. And in the English language, the word priorities came later. There's got to be one priority, and that is... I'm going to be saved. I don't care what it costs me. I don't care what it costs me. I'll lose friends. I'll lose relationships. I'll, I'll, I'll get rid of my pride. I'll get rid of the pleasure of life, of the things that distract me, of the things that keep me away from the kingdom of God. I don't care what the price is. I see the prize. I've got one prize. That's the only way we're going to make it to heaven is we get a hold of the prize and say, I will make it to heaven. I don't care what it costs me. I don't care what it costs me. I don't care what I have to lose along the way. 
1 Timothy chapter 6 and verse number 12 says, Fight the good fight of faith. Lay hold on eternal life, whereunto thou art also called and hast professed a good profession before many witnesses. Lay hold on eternal, uh, on eternal life. Get a grip on eternal life. Lay hold on it. You've got to get it in your grasp and say, I will be saved. I don't care what it costs me. I don't care what I have to give up. I don't care what has to happen. I will not be lost. I will not be lost. I will not be lost. I don't care what I've got to lose. I don't care what I've got to get rid of. I will not be lost. There is no situation. There is no pleasure in this life. There is nothing. There is nothing. There is nothing that is worth my eternal soul. There's nothing. There's nothing. Paul could have had a bad attitude in the prison. And God often gives us, and throughout Scripture, we see the extreme example. God shows us the extreme example over and over and over again. That's what Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego are. That's the extreme example. You bow down when I play the music or I'm going to throw you in a burning, fiery furnace. It doesn't really get any more extreme than that. And they stood. They stood because the prize was worth the price. Because what they knew to be true was worth the threats against their life. God's church, you and I, we have got to get a hold of the prize and see the prize. And let everything else fade into oblivion. Nothing else matters. Nothing else matters. I don't care what it is. I don't care what it tells you. I don't care what the enemy, how, 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 how much he, he dangles it out there in front of you. And it is so real. And it is so tempting. If it cost you your soul, it wasn't worth it. The prize has got to be worth the price. Don't be lost over the pleasure of this world. Don't be lost over your pride. It's not worth it. It's not worth it. My pride is not, being, is not worth being lost over. It's not worth it. My relationship with others is not worth being lost over. There, there's nothing. There's nothing. Get a hold of the prize and say it's worth the price. It's worth the price. It really is. There's going to come a day where we stand before God. And if we had a hold of the prize and forgot about the price, what we gave up in this life won't even matter. What it cost me in this life, it won't matter. It won't matter. Let's stand this morning. Hallelujah. The Holy Ghost pleads with us this morning. Get a hold of the prize. Whatever keeps you from the prize is not worth it. But the prize is worth the price. It's worth it. Would you gather around with me around this altar this morning? There will be so many people in that day that are lost and what they were lost over will not matter won't matter 
There will be nobody that's lost that will be saying, I'm so glad I indulged in this or that. I'm so glad I wouldn't get my spirit right. I'm so glad that I know the price that I will pay in this life pales in comparison to the price of eternity. Would you lift up your hands this morning? Hallelujah. Somebody just let the Lord talk to you today. Don't block out the word of the Lord. Don't block out the voice of God. I, I, I plead with, with us this morning. Get a hold of the prize. Press towards the call, the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. Whatever it is that stands in the way. Whatever it is that, that holds you back. Whatever it is that would cost you your soul, it's not going to be worth it. In the name of Jesus. But I plead with somebody this morning. Get a hold of the prize. In the name of Jesus, get a hold of the prize of the, of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. You may be in a prison, but press forward anyway. You may be confined, but press forward anyway. You may be struggling, but press forward anyway. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, it's going to be worth it. Keep pressing, it's going to be worth it. Keep moving forward, it's going to be worth it. I know they're fighting with you, but it's going to be worth it. I know they resist you, but it's going to be worth it. I know it's a struggle, but it's going to be worth it. The prize is worth the price. The prize is worth the price. The prize is worth the price. to reach over grab somebody by the hand close to you right now or put your hand on their shoulder and pray with them right now together as the body hallelujah Lord we're going to get a hold of the prize we're going to press towards the prize of the high calling of Christ Jesus Lord there's nothing that's worth it we're going to go to heaven together we're going to be saved together Lord, we're going to make it all the way together. In the name of Jesus. 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 Hallelujah. 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 In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Heard it said, and I know you've heard it said it too. Heard it said too, if you live for God easy, it's really hard. But if you live for God hard, it's really easy. That was said years and years and years ago when it got in my spirit. There's, there's only one way to live for God. There's only one way. 
It's with all my heart, with all my soul, with all my mind, with all my strength. That word all, there's no gray area in there. All is all. All is not some. But all is all. That means nothing keeps me from him. is worth the price. It really is. again right now. Turn your eyes upon Jesus. Look full in his wonderful face. And the things of this earth will grow strangely dim in the light of his glory and grace hallelujah lift your hands to the lord let's love him right now hallelujah 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 Praise God, praise God, praise God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. It's going to be worth it all. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We're going to come back tonight at 530. I want to encourage everybody, 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 everybody. At 530, we're going to pray. And uh, we're going to see where the Holy Ghost takes us tonight. And uh, it's going to be a good night in the presence of God. God bless you this morning in Jesus' name.